Welcome to the 2020 NFL season big show on the World of Sports podcast and radio show. I'm Zach Rubenstein. I got the boys Dylan and Charlie here. What's up? Um, Yes, Charlie and I are on Zoom, even though we are probably 2,000 feet away from each other. But um, it's just a little bit easier this way. Block and a half. He was in class, um, and this is a little bit easier just to hop on and do. All right, boys. um, So we're recording this Wednesday. The NFL officially starts tomorrow. Um, What's the feeling going into the season? I I was not prepared for the season to come. It feels like it's coming very quickly. Um, What are your thoughts? Um, Okay, Charlie, I'll start with you. Sorry. (laughs) No, you're good. Uh, I should have thrown that to a person. Uh, I honestly have no feeling at all. Like, I didn't know the NFL season started on Sunday until this most recent Friday. Um, I hadn't really followed anything NFL besides the Yannick Ngakwe and Jadavian Clowney signings. And before that, it was really nothing. So, I mean, I think when Sunday comes, it will be excitement, especially seeing, like, as a Bears fan, I want to see Robert Quinn. I do. I'm actually excited to see Trubisky. So I do want to see him. And we play the Lions. So it's kind of like a rivalry game. So there will eventually be excitement, but at the moment it just feels non-existent. Dylan? I'm kind of similar. I mean, I kind of told you I got really into Arsenal, so I I follow the NFL as I normally do. I still obviously, you know, went on team stream every day and all that, but I used to follow it a lot more intent. And so with that and the fact that, you know, no preseason games, I didn't realize the season was happening until – my fantasy football drafts. <laughs> my my friend goes, we have a fantasy football draft in four days. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> so it came, it snuck up on me too. Um, and it has been really fast. I mean, I'm in a fantasy football draft right now because all my fantasy football drafts, this guy to schedule it starting two days ago until now. So it's just been chaotic, but I'm excited. So this year is, uh, it's very different than in years past. There have been a lot of changes to the to the way the league is going on. Um, there have been, I mean, the the changes are hard to list. For one team, for one thing, and we'll start off with the biggest the biggest change. Um, there are two teams that have drastically changed something about themselves. The Raiders moved from Oakland to Las Vegas, and the Washington, formerly Redskins, are now the Washington Football Team. Um, so those are maybe the biggest changes. For now, um, we're not going to have fans at every single game. Um, obviously, coronavirus has played a big role into how we got here, um, just like with any other sport. Um, I, I've said for now a few days that the NFL has ended up kind of the luckiest of all of the, the leagues. Um, they were able to do pretty much normal business operations um, through the draft and into the summer um, without maybe fans and, and with some difficulty with the uh, with physicals but other than that they've been they've been otherwise able to kind of go normally they're gonna have some fans at some games they're not gonna have fans at others um but their season's starting on time there's no preseason this year um which is eh depending on who you talk to about it uh but the other big change is that they're adding an extra team to the to the playoffs in each league so um first let me start with that i guess what do you guys think about having a new team in the playoffs. I guess I'll start with Dylan on this. I, I am excited for a selfish reason, which is that 
this kind of appeases to the Cardinals, I think. Um, in terms of like not being biased, I am still a little bit of indecided about it. It's just because even though I like it on surface, I get very upset when teams who deserve to make the playoffs don't. I like to reference my Jets when they won 10 games in a season and didn't make the playoffs. So everyone says they haven't made the playoffs in so long, but they had a playoff team. If you win 10 games, you should make the playoffs. So I think from that standpoint, I really like it. But the second team deserves a bye. So I don't really think that there is a definitive, like, whether this is right or wrong. So I'm kind of more in the middle. Charlie? So I'm actually really excited for an extra playoff team. Last year, the Bears were the eighth team in the NFC, and I know that wouldn't make the playoffs. But maybe we would have tried in an extra game. Who knows? Like, we were pretty bad last year, and we almost made the playoffs. An extra team, it just makes it more exciting for me. And who knows? Maybe we'll have a Washington National situation where the, the worst team in the playoffs, arguably the, the, the wild card team in that case, actually took the trophy. Who knows? Like, it, it just adds extra drama. And isn't all the playoffs kind of all about drama? Uh-huh. Um, so the other thing that they added, now this was part, some of these rule changes are, um, are really, most of them, are part of a new collective bargaining agreement that came out in March. Um, that was agreed to one of the other changes this year and Dylan um, I actually got to plug our other thing Dylan and I did earlier um, and it should be out at the same time as this uh, a deep dive into the Arizona Cardinals where we went through the team and the expectations and and everything from rookies to veterans Uh, Dylan we forgot to talk about the practice squad Um, anyway one of the interesting parts of this year in the entire NFL is that they've added a couple practice squad spots uh, spots and um, I also, I don't know if either of you know about this. There's an aspect of locking in certain players on your practice squad. Mm-hmm. Um, Dylan, you want to explain that? Well, I don't know a ton about it. I'm pretty sure you could just, you lock them in. And I'm pretty sure for game time. So if you needed them for the game, um, they could come up quick. Am I wrong? I, I don't know for sure. Well, that would sound like a, uh, a COVID rule. That's very possible. Um, these players, like other sports, were able to opt out if they felt like they needed to. Um, about 60 players or so have opted out, and that number will probably go up. Uh, it's very possible that some of these guys will play the first couple of weeks and then decide they want to uh, to not play anymore. So uh, these guys are all going to get paid. This is just like every other sport. Uh, opting out is not a is not. There's no punishment for it. Um. Anyway. As we move into the next season, what have you got? What are you guys looking forward to most over the course of the entire NFL? Is there one aspect? Uh, I guess we'll go to Charlie first. Um, well, I mean, this might not be the answer you're looking for, but I'm very much looking forward to the Trubisky versus Foles battle. Um, I think that's going to be really interesting across the league, not just for Bears fans. Um, If we ever get to the point where Foles and Trubisky are actually battling, because I don't know, like I think Trubisky could actually be good enough to play the whole year. Um, I'm I'm very much looking forward to that. And I'm also really looking forward to the the new Cowboys. It's not Jason Garrett's Cowboys anymore. It's Mike McCarthy's. Let's see if they're not going to be nearly – let's see if they can not be boring this time. Dylan? Well, I think the Cowboys one is the really interesting one. You hear all these every year, it's the Cowboys should be good this year, and they're not. And yet, Dak Prescott's still looking at a big extension. And so, I think this is going to be the key. You know, if he's on, he has a head coach that, you know, is more of a pass heavy type of guy, 
um, they don't have any more excuses. They have nowhere to hide. If they if they aren't a good playoff team this year, then there's going to have to be some major questions. Sorry. Um, are you in the middle of drafting still, Dylan? Yeah, oh, I just started my draft. Uh, okay, well, anyway, we're going to move through that. Uh, <laughs> mine is the... Uh, the obvious that they that these two seem to have missed, and that is the uh, the forty three year old wonder starting in a new city, with a new coach. Oh, yeah. Duh. Um. Tom Brady has moved on from New England and has moved to Tampa Bay. And and while the Patriots situation is interesting enough in itself, um, the race in the NFC South just got a little bit hotter. Um. And so the the, I guess this year it'll be the Bucks uh, going up against the Saints in New Orleans. Um, for the most part, but we should have an interesting battle taking place there. Um, before we get into the regular season stuff, is there one off-season move? I know I just mentioned Tom Brady uh, that really shocked you guys. Um, yeah. I guess, De Charlie, go ahead. Yannick Ngakwe. I know this just happened a few weeks ago, or maybe it was even this past weekend. It was August 30th. Um, okay, so a few weeks ago, yeah. Um, I, I just that was a shocker to me because Minnesota had a big hole at defensive end there. And lucky for us, lucky, but like it sucks he's hurt. But Daniel Hunter is now on the IR. So it's basically like they just replaced him. Um, but having both Daniel Hunter and Yannick Ngakwe is arguably, and I say arguably because I don't think it is, but arguably the best pass rush duo in the league. Dylan? I'm going to have to go with the basic answer, which is just Tom Brady. I remember when that whole thing was going to happen. I was like, there's no way he's leaving. There's no way he's leaving. You know, this is just talk. Like, I didn't believe he was actually leaving till very far in the process. Like, kind of embarrassingly far along in the process. I thought it was just all BS talk for him to negotiate what he wants in New England. And I was very much wrong. Okay, well, I'm going to take my chance to put on my Homer hat. Um, my Arizona Cardinals traded essentially a second-round pick for the best receiver in football uh, and traded for DeAndre Hopkins um, and gave up, again, nothing for him. They have since extended him with the largest contract not quarterback-related uh, since. Um, I do, speaking of contracts, we saw a player in the NFL this year, back in July, sign almost a $500 million contract. Um, I guess what what did you guys think when you first saw that? I was a little bit surprised. I mean, I did not expect that much, even though he probably deserves a lot. Um, and by the way, it set the tone before I have you two talk about it. Um, it set the tone. There's been a whole lot of contract extensions this year. The NFL has spent money like there's no pandemic going on, like they may not have a loss in revenue. Um, they just kind of plugged along. So, uh, Dylan, you want to take this? For the Hopkins. Well, I was going to say over the Mahomes deal, but... Uh, oh, sorry. I don't know. The Mahomes deal doesn't surprise me at all. Right? I mean, it was huge, there's no doubt, but, it, I mean, he is so, you know, he's their franchise guy. Doesn't surprise me at all. They want to lock him up for as many years as they can because I'm sure... Because how the NFL works is you get your four-year contract and then you get your next big deal. And then you have to pay a signing bonus on top of that next year, big deal. And the salary cap keeps jumping. I mean, this might have saved the Chiefs money along the process. And for Mahomes, this is pure safety and just awesome. So I'm not surprised. I think it was a good deal for both parties. Charlie? 
I mean, when I, I was at work when I saw the pop-up and um, the pop-up that he got the extension, and my first thought was worth every penny. Uh, and then I thought, saw there was, what, 13 years attached to all that money? I couldn't believe that. That, that, that shocked me. It was the years. It's not a bad deal. It's more just you don't see that getting thrown out besides baseball. It, it was just like I, it, was, it was a shocker, even though it's very much worth it. Okay, so uh, like I did with Dylan, we're going to kind of get into the weeds here. Um, and we're going to talk about, we're going to go through each division. Um, and I'm going to get these guys' thoughts on some of the teams. We're not going to necessarily hit everything. But there's a lot of, of new stuff to talk about in this in this year. Um, we only hit a couple of the offseason moves. And I want to get a feel for who they think, uh, how the season might play out. And we're going to go division by division. So... We will start in the newly transformed AFC East. Now, the AFC East is home to the New England Patriots, where Tom Brady just left. Um, the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Jets have been victims of the Patriots now for two decades. Finally, they have that dog off their back. Um, who wants to talk about it first here? Well, let's let's go to Charlie. So I think the best team in this division is the Buffalo Bills. They made the playoffs last year, probably should have won that game against the Texans that they blew. Um, and I think they only got better this offseason. They gave up their first round picks to get Stephon, or they gave up their first round pick to get Stephon Diggs, which is a huge upgrade at wide receiver. Um, and their defense is really good still. They added Josh Norman. He might not be the player he used to be, but he's still a, he's still a good cornerback. Um, and they drafted Zach Moss, so I think would be a really good addition to that offense as well. They're going to be an exciting team. Um, well, what do you how what do you think about the rest of the division? I think the Dolphins and Jets are probably going to be pretty bad, probably top ten picks each. Um, and then the Patriots, I'm not really sure. I think they could go anywhere from like almost the first pick bad to like wild card good. I don't think there's any way they win the division, but they could make the wild card. Cam Newton has proven in the past that he can win. And while he's not the same quarterback that he was when he won MVP, he, he could still be a quality quarterback. He has to learn how to throw off his front foot a little bit better because he, he threw off his back foot just way too much last year before he got hurt. Um, but I, I think they could be kind of solid. Dylan? Um, I'm going to back the Patriots a bit more. Um, but for starters, the Bills I love. I... Draft a lot of Bills players in fantasy this year. Let's just say that. So I, I think they're going to be very good this year. I, I'm very pleasantly surprised at the Bills. Um, but I can't count out Belichick and the Patriots. Um, and especially now that he's got a quarterback with a chip on his shoulder. I mean, I thought that the Patriots were going to make the playoffs with Stidham. And they don't even need – he he lost a starting spot for to Cam Newton. I, I just can't count out the Patriots. I am a personal believer of how – uh, of coaching staffs over, over uh, players. So to right, me, we can we can move on for you if you want to make your draft pick. I already did. I knew what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> for the Jets, I think it's very very important to note that they could be good this year. I don't know if they will be, but Homer. the thing is, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like the what we talked about with the Cowboys. They have to be good this year. Um. All right, well, Dylan's a homer. So as if they're usual. not good this year, Sam Darnold might be out of there. Gase will definitely be. They they have something to prove this year. Um. Anyway, yeah, Dylan's a ho- Dylan's a little bit of a homer with the Jets. We have to keep that in mind. Just like Charlie's a homer with the Bears, and I'm a homer with the Cardinals, and Dylan's also a homer with the Cardinals. He just happens to have two teams. Um, 
Uh, my my feelings are like Dylan. Never count out Bill Belichick. And lest we forget that Cam Newton was an MVP in the last half decade. So uh, not that recent, not that long ago was Cam Newton really lighting it up. Um, I, I feel like this is the Patriots have had a, a number of defensive players opt out, which is why I'm going with the Bills here uh, to win the division. But I think the Patriots are, are almost a for sure wild card team. And when it comes to the Dolphins and Jets, the Dolphins are in a year where they're not necessarily trying to win. They're trying to grow. And, I mean, I'm going to go with whatever Dylan says on the Jets because he just knows more. And I they're kind of a joke. No offense, Dylan. Um, All right. Now to the AFC West. We're going to go across the country here. To the defending champion, Kansas City Chiefs, with the new-look Las Vegas Raiders, the Chargers, who are playing in a new stadium, might I add, um, and the Denver Broncos, who took the Chargers, one of the Chargers' best players, and made him their own. Um, Char- I thought the Chargers in Rams Stadium was next year. No, I believe it's current. I believe it's this Yeah, it's this year. They're going to play this year. You want to talk on this, Charlie? Sure. Um, I think, I think the chiefs are, if not the best team in the league, one of the best teams in the league. Um, they're by far hands down winning the division. That's all I'm going to say about them because we all know they just won the super bowl. So I think the chiefs are, I think they're going to win the super bowl this year. So again, I think they will be, uh, two times in a row. Um, so hands down, they're going to win this division. Um, the chargers are going to be a little bit more interesting though because they are loaded everywhere besides the most important position, which is quarterback. So I think we'll see them beat some good teams and lose to them some bad teams. So I don't think they win the division, but they'll make the playoffs. Um, And then Broncos is a little bit more interesting. I thought they had a shot for the playoffs while they had Von Miller. And now that they don't have Von Miller because he's out for the year, um, I'm honestly not really sure what to think of them. At the moment, I think they're out of the playoffs and probably not even 500. Um, But I still think they're better than the Raiders. Uh, Raiders have the potential to be good. It's more just they have a tough schedule. Their division is kind of tough. Like, I consider all, all four of these teams as tough teams to beat. Um, and then they have to play against the um, NFC South. So they have to play the Saints and the Buccaneers as well, which is tough to really stack teams. And then the Falcons are, pro- are, are pretty solid as well. Um, I just don't see any way the Raiders do any, make any noise in that division. Dylan? Um, well, what I think is the most interesting team in this division is the Broncos. Um, you know, nationally, we sometimes lose what a local fan base thinks, but I've, I've heard a couple things from their local fan base and they, they think they're going to be really good this year. Um, second year under a young quarterback, they've improved a lot of parts to their team, especially the run game, which they've had, that, that hasn't been a strength. Um, Phil Lindsay made it a lot better, but I remember back when they were good, they had no run game and that was part of the problem. So now they got a better run game. They got obviously lots of receivers. Um, Von Miller being hurt is obviously massive loss, but they still think they're going to be good this year. I think it's going to be the opposite personally. I'm not a big lock fan, so I think that hurts. And I don't know if their offensive line is able to um, give them the success that they're going to need. So, but I think that will be interesting. I think they'll either be much worse than their fan base thinks, or they're going to be really good this year. And I think that's kind of the wild card in a really tough division. So I know you forgot that the Broncos got uh, got Melvin Gordon. No, I didn't. Um, yeah, they got uh, Melvin Gordon. That's what, They got a better run game. Philip Lindsay, 
improved it last year, but now they got Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay. Don't worry, I didn't forget. I have Philip Lindsay on my fantasy team. So, um, I, I mean, obviously, I don't know that I'm going to say the Chiefs will win the Super Bowl yet, but I do think that they uh, win the division. To be honest, I, I mean, the coolest thing about a new stadium is the, like, new fans that come with it, you know, and both the Raiders and the Chargers are going to be in new stadiums. To be honest, the Chargers probably benefit by not having fans um, because they had so many road, almost road home games. Um, I think the Chargers are better than they get credit for. They were like a 10-win team not that long ago, and they haven't changed a whole lot. I mean, they lost Melvin Gordon, but they've been able to replace him pretty well. Um, I, I don't know if I'm willing to say that, that the, the Chargers, Chargers will make the wild card, but I don't think the Broncos and Raiders will be that good. I don't. I think the Broncos could end up being horrible if they just don't have any steam, right? If they have, if their quarterback struggles, if they lost their captain, to me they could be top fifth. They could be bottom fifteen bad at least, um, and well under five hundred. But I mean, to me, I, I think it's going to fall probably the way most people would expect with the Chiefs and then the Chargers and then the Raiders and then probably the Broncos. I, I don't. I know that maybe saying the Raiders are better is a little controversial, but. I think it's pretty clear. Um, all right, the AFC North now. This is this is debatably the worst division in football last year. The Ravens are at the top, obviously. They have Lamar Jackson and a fantastic team around them. The Bengals, who were the worst team. The Browns, who struggled. And the Steelers, um, who were missing their quarterback. So I'm going to start with the AFC North on this. Um, and, I mean, the Ravens are, are obviously the team. They've, they've seemingly only gotten better as time has gone on. Um, they did have to trade away Earl Thomas, but or I guess they released him. They couldn't even trade him. Um, they did have to get rid of Earl Thomas, but to be honest, the, the offensive weapons on this team were what makes them special. They did get better defensively despite the loss of that safety. Um, and Earl Thomas is good. I don't want to undercut his, his value. Um, but the Ravens are going to run away with this division. As for the, I mean, the second place team is definitely going to be the Steelers, but Big Ben is is getting older, and I don't even know that he's the better quarterback on the team. I, I mean, he hasn't played in a whole year. He's older. I don't know what his total experience is going to be uh, coming into this year in terms of, of the right mix of rust and readiness. And to be honest, the crowd helps in, in Pittsburgh, and they don't have that. So I, I don't know. I don't. I feel like the Steelers are probably going to stumble. Uh, of course, the Browns are as Odell Beckham would call it, a literal bleep show. Um, but I don't, I guess, I to me, the, the pressure was on. They have a better coach. Um, I feel like the Browns are primed. I hate to be the one to say this, but I feel like the Browns are primed for a breakout year. Um, I still don't think they're going to win the division. The Ravens are that good. But I think the Browns may be better than the Steelers, and that might be a little bit of a hot take. Um, and then there's the Bengals. And like the Dolphins, they're looking for a, just getting better. Um, I don't think they're a good team. I don't think they have good players on their team. Um, they still they have a couple of good receivers, and we'll see about their quarterback. And they maybe have a good running back who at times very much struggled. But their defense is atrocious. Their offense could use work. Um, and they just need time. So they're probably going to not be great this year. Dylan, you look like you're ready to fight me on this one. Oh, no, I was, I was looking at something weird about my fantasy draft. <laughs> Do, would you like to go on this? Yeah, I'll go. Um, my third team that it's very big year for is the Browns. 
I mean, kind of like the Cowboys. We keep saying they're going to be good. Well, when are they going to be good? Baker Mayfield finally puts his personality aside and goes, I'm just going to get to work, which is what he should have done day one, but definitely should have done year two. Um, he, I think this is going to be a huge year for the Browns. We say this a lot, but it really means it. Because I think if they have a horrible year this year, Baker Mayfield has got to go. So this will be a huge year to prove that he actually has the right mentality now, enough to succeed in the NFL, and they're going to start to win. I do agree with you about the Steelers. That one, a lot of experts disagree, but I I can't see the Steelers being that good. But I'm also just not – I think Big Ben's done. Uh, I said that last year when they got injured, so I didn't really get to my point to be proved, but we'll see this year. Um, and we, we you keep saying, I think the Ravens are going to be great. I mean, I think teams are going to start to figure out how to stop Lamar Jackson a, a little bit. But I don't, I, that, okay, I should say contain, not stop. I don't think he's going to be as good as he was last year, but he doesn't have to be for them to win that division. Charlie, you want to give your thoughts? Um, yeah, I think the Steelers are going to be really good this year. I think when you look at their defense, their defense is maybe the best in the league. They have good players at every single position. And this is different than the Steelers of like three years ago where they had like nobody, it felt like. But now they got Cam Hayward. They got Devin Bush. They got Minka. They got some really good players. And offense, I'm I'm also kind of banking on Big Ben being pretty good, probably a top 10 quarterback. Um, if he is, he has the weapons. He's got Juju. He's got Devon, uh, what's his name? Dante Johnson, Dante Johnson. And then um, – I can't remember the guy they drafted this year, or maybe it was last year. James Washington's the guy they drafted last year. They have they have the weapons and they have a really good O line. I, I think they should be pretty solid. And if they're not, it's going to feel kind of more like a Cowboys situation from last year. Like the Cowboys had a top ten defense and offense and went eight and eight. It just didn't make sense. All right, sir. Um, then going on to the other teams. Um, I think the Bengals could be good, but I'm I'm with you on it, Zach. I think they're going to be probably one of the worst teams in the league. They just need development. They signed some good players in the offseason, but it's not players that are going to win you games. It's players that will help on defense. Like DJ Reader, one of the best defensive tackles in the league, is now in Cincinnati, but he himself won't win you games. Um, I think the Browns will probably be around 500 again. Their defense is still a little bit weak. Um, the offense could be pretty solid. They upgraded their O-line finally, and uh, – I don't really need to say anything else about the Ravens. You guys kind of covered it all. All right. Um, Well, we have one more division left to cover in the AFC. That would be the AFC South. Um, I I talked about the AFC North being the worst division in football. The AFC South is maybe the most lopsided division in football. Uh, The Colts are always in it. And then pick another team. Um, And then there's usually a couple of teams at the very, very bottom. Um, This year is a little bit different, though. So the AFC South is, of course, the Texans, the Colts, the Jaguars, the Titans. And I don't want to start by spoiling anything before I let these guys get their thoughts and I give my own. Um, so, Dylan, you want to give your thoughts on the AFC South? Um, AFC South. Well, I think Jacksonville's going to be horrible. Can we, can we start off that one? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Ditto. I mean, they were their offense was led by Fournette. I, I mean, you got to think that they have a plan, but I don't trust that plan clearly. <laughs> so, oof. Um, but after that, I think the Colts are going to be good and the Titans are going to be good, and the Texans are going to be the wild card in that in that division in terms of like we don't know what's going to happen. Um, 
I, I do like, uh, um, I think the Titans are finally starting to build something. And I think it's a big year for Tannehill. He just got his big contract. So for, for them, it, it's all going to be about Tannehill. Um, and I think the Texans are going to be the most interesting team because now Bill O'Brien has his plan that people disagree with. So we'll see if it actually works. Okay. Um, I'm going to take this and then I'll go to Charlie. Um, yeah, the Jaguars suck. Um, I think the Jaguars might be the worst team this year. They don't really have a quarterback. I'm sorry, Gardner Minshew's not that good. Um, they don't really have a running back anymore. They they don't really have a defense. Like I, I don't really know what they have. They have a bad reputation. That's the only thing I can think of when I think of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I feel like the plan has got to be just to rebuild again, I guess. Um, but, yeah, they just traded in Gakwe, as Charlie mentioned earlier. They're just, they don't have anything left. Um, as for the ja- Titans, I'm going to take the hot take here and say that the Titans are, eh, they're going to be eh. They're going to be underwhelming, underperforming. Um, Ryan Tannehill, over the course of his career, has never proven that he is particularly great. Um, and last year, as successful as they were, he didn't do anything. He was just kind of there. He threw for under 100 yards in a playoff game against the Patriots. So he's, they have a good defense, yeah. They have a good running game, yeah. They have a decent receivers, yeah. But I don't think you can win without a really good quarterback, as we've established in the NFL. And the Titans just don't really have it. So, I mean, yeah, they're going to win games. They'll, they'll be a 500 team. They get to play the Jaguars twice. But, like, they're not going to shock the world. Now, as for the Colts, this is a little where I change a little bit. Because the Colts have Phillip Rivers. And they finally got him out of this, out of San Diego or now L.A., and he's got a bunch of speedy receivers around him. He's got a motivated defense. He's got an okay running game. I feel like the the Colts are primed for a breakout year. I think they're probably going to take the division, even though I think most people probably take the Titans. Um, and then the Texans are deciding that, that they're going to go. I don't really know what the Texans are doing. I don't really know how it's going to turn out. I feel like it's going to go 8-8. Eight eight. They gave a big contract extension to, to their quarterback, and they traded their best wide receiver for almost nothing, and they, they have some good weapons. I have no idea. Um, Charlie, you want to take over from here? Yeah. Um, I, I, I think the Texans are doing the right thing, to be honest. I think if Bill O'Brien truly has a plan, and the, the Texans believe in this plan, and DeAndre Hopkins isn't a part of it, then I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with the trade besides the fact that they traded him for, you know, compared to DeAndre Hopkins, that's garbage. So they met, they just messed up in the evaluation of DeAndre Hopkins' true value. Um, I still think they could be really good. Deshaun Watson hasn't shown me anything that he isn't, like, I think him and Russell Wilson are very, very, very similar quarterbacks. Wilson, I think, is better and has way more experience. But I think Deshaun Watson, regardless of who his receivers are, his receivers will get the ball. His receivers will get the ball. Like, who knew who Paul Richardson was before he got a touchdown against the Lions in the playoffs? Nobody. And next thing you know, he gets a big contract from the Redskins. Maybe not big, but like a solid one. I think Deshaun Watson could make Will Fuller into a really good wide receiver, even, uh, what's his name, Brandon Cooks. So I, I think this team's still going to be really good. I think they're going to take the division. Um, and then after that, I think Titans and Texans – no, I'm sorry. Uh, Titans and Colts are both going to be wild card teams. They're both, they both have really good, 
they have really good systems surrounding their quarterbacks because I don't think either quarterback is great. I don't think Philip Rivers is that good anymore. And um, they have, like, the Colts have a ridiculously good O-line. The Titans also have a pretty good O-line, too. They just lost Conklin, but they just drafted Isaiah Wilson. We'll see if he'll be healthy for opening day or for the first game. But we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. And then the Jags is... Besides that Browns team that we saw a few years ago that went 0-16 and the year before where they went 1-15, I don't know if we'll see a team that's any worse than this Jags team. All right. Um, all right, now we're on to the NFC because uh, I, I, we're not going to go through the AF, our AFC playoff predictions. Um, I'll just have you guys pick later who you think will go to. Actually, we can do that now. Who do you think is going to go to the Super Bowl from the AFC? Chiefs. Chiefs. Dylan? Yeah, okay, Chiefs. we're consensus. It'll be the Chiefs. Um, now to the NFC, the, um, I guess we will start with the NFC East. Um, we'll kind of go through the same order we did with the AFC, um, the NFC East. Oh my God. Uh, the Cowboys, the Giants, the Eagles, and the Washington football team. I mean, oh my God. Talk about a division that is a joke and talked about like they are the greatest. Um, no team can be like five over 500 in this division ever. Um, Washington's going to be trash again. They're getting better slowly, but they're going to still be trash. They need to, they need to get they need a new owner more than anything. Um, the, the Giants are, I think they're going to underperform compared to what I think most people probably think. I've heard some people say they think they could get in the playoffs. I am not one of those people. Um, I think the Giants will be slightly better. I am not a Danny Dimes fan. Um, I think he's not that good. I think that that is – it is nuts for people to think that the, – the, I mean, Saquon Barkley is going to help. But the Giants just don't have a good enough team. Last year they played rookies more than anybody else. And you just have to have better experience than guys in their second year uh, who are playing 80% of your snaps uh, – who are playing 80% of your snaps as rookies. Um, as for the Eagles and Cowboys, I mean, I, on paper the Cowboys should be like an 11-win team and, and go to the playoffs and – at the same time, Dak Prescott also sucks, um, and he's he's he also is is at times very underwhelming. The Eagles um, are going to, I mean, they're going to be the Eagles. Like they're going to they're going to they're going to play the same style of ball they've always played. They're nothing new. Um, the only thing about this division that I think might matter is that the Cowboys will have fans and the Eagles won't. Um, so I guess with that edge, I, I guess I'll give it to the Cowboys, but I don't think the Cowboys win more than 10 games, and I don't know if anyone else even goes over 500 in that division. I guess the Eagles will probably go 8-8. Eight eight. Uh, Charlie, you want to go from here? Sure. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I think Washington's going to look promising, but I don't think they're going to do anything at all. I think they're going to be pretty bad. Um, and I don't even know if Dwayne Haskins is the guy. I don't know if he's the quarterback they want. So it might be good for them to be bad. Um, and if he isn't the guy, then it will be. Um, Giants, I think they could be good. I am a believer in Danny Dimes. Um, but, like, honestly, the biggest loss for me is DeAndre Baker. They just lost their star cornerback. I mean, I guess they just signed Bradbury, but, like, DeAndre Baker was their other cornerback, and he was going to be good. And now they don't have him. Now he's going to be in jail probably. So I, I don't think they're going to be – I don't think they're going to really make much noise. They'll, they'll show promise, but they're not going to be that great. Um Giants, or not Giants, I'm sorry, Eagles and Cowboys are going to be, it's just going to be hilarious, I think, because both teams play bad against the Redskins and Giants. It's, uh, I'm sorry, the Washington football team and Giants. It's very funny. And 
I think it's going to be the exact same thing this year. I think it's going to be the Cowboys taking the divisions just because the Cowboys and Eagles seem to switch off every year now. And um, also the, the Cowboys just got Randy Gregory back. That's a big addition. That makes their D-line scary now that they have um, Demarcus Lawrence, Everson Griffin, and Randy Gregory coming at you from the edge. Um, I, I think the Cowboys take it. I think the Eagles make the playoffs if Carson Wentz stays healthy. But neither team makes noise in the playoffs. All right, Dylan, get at it. It's a, it's a mess. It, it, it's a complete mess, like every year. <laughs> um, I've always been an Eagles fan. Um, well, not like a huge fan of the team, but I'm a big Carson Wentz fan. I like a lot of individuals on that team. So I always root for them, and I think they're the best team in this division. <laughs> you never know. Um, I mean, with the you know, it's Danny Dimes' second season, and pretty sure it's their, uh, Shermer's second season, so – they could end up surprising. They got Joe Judge now. Oh, forgot about that. They have a new coach. <laughs> Excuse me. So they, but the point is that they could be a good team, most likely a bad team, but they could be a good team. I think Washington could be worse than you guys think there are, but we'll see. And it, so it all depends on the Cowboys. If some people think they're a you know Super Bowl team, and if they are, you know they'll they'll take this division by the horns. And if if not, I think you could see a little bit of a return of the Eagles. All right, well, Dylan, I'm going to have you go back to back here um, mm-hmm. because I want to get, I want you to start off your thoughts with the NFC West. This is obviously the division of the Cardinals, which are our team, um, and without being biased, because no, every just... because of course the Cardinals are going to go 16 and 0, and we're going to win the Super Bowl, and we're going to be the greatest <laughs> team of all time. Um, let's, I'll, I'll let you start off with the NFC West. Um. Yeah, no, I think this is the best division in all of sports. I've said it for the last couple of years. It definitely is this year. Um, because we know the 49ers are going to be good. Um, we know the Seahawks are going to be good. And we think we're going to be good. And I don't – I wouldn't discount the Rams. I mean, you got to believe that how with how good of a coach they have, he had a horrible year last year. And, yes, a lot of it was Goff's fault. A lot of it was different parts of their team. A big portion of it was people just figuring out his offense. And that really hurt Goff, and that really hurt the team in general. And so you've got to think that just how young he is, how much of you know a football guru he is, you've got to think he's thought, he spent this entire offseason planning about how he's going to surprise teams this coming year. I'm just so sad. If they were in an okay division, I would be saying my Ram, the Rams would be like a surprise division winner. That's how good I think they could be this next year. So, I mean, a bold prediction could be that all four teams finish 500 or better. Which would be just crazy. Who do you have? Who do you have winning the division? I think the 49ers are going to really hurt without the home field advantage, but I'm still going to say the 49ers. All right, Charlie, I'll let you go, and then I'll wrap up our home division here. Um, I got the Niners winning the division as well, but uh, just because they're winning the division, I don't think that means they're better than the Seahawks. Um, I might be a Wisconsin homer, so. When I say don't count out Russell Wilson ever, it might be that. But I really serious, I seriously believe don't count out Russell Wilson ever. He has proved it year after year after year, and it's every single year he has proved it. Um, I think the Seahawks are going to be just as good as the Niners, even though I have the Niners winning the division. Um, Cardinals, I think they're going to be 500. I think you guys are going to, as I've said about the Titans, I think you're not Titans, I'm sorry. As I said about the um, – the Bills, they're going to beat good teams and they're going to lose to bad teams. They just got to figure stuff out. Getting DeAndre Hopkins doesn't mean you guys are going to 
just um, be amazing. There's one receiver doesn't mean that, but it's just going to be a growing year. It's going to be the growing year you guys need to become good. All right. And then um, Rams, oh, yeah. I think they'll be like, meh. They could be good, but it really what it seems like to me is they have the best defensive lineman, arguably even the best football player overall, and the best cornerback, and then surrounded it by like players that are very interchangeable. It's like LeBron on that 2007 Cavs team, except one player is far less valuable than in football than it is in basketball. Um, I, I tend to eh, – I'm going to agree and disagree a little bit. Um, I – I, there's a part of me that really wants to pick the Seahawks to win the division. Um, so I, I'm going to, for now, I guess I'll come back to it at the end of my thoughts. Um, the thing about the 49ers is that if I ask Dylan and Charlie to equivocally say that Jimmy Garoppolo is a really good franchise quarterback that can win you multiple Super Bowls, I don't think that either one of them can equivocally say yes to that. Um, and that and that's because he's he's not necessarily the the gunslinger that uh, that we think of when we think of an NFL quarterback. Um, uh, unlike uh, on the Seahawks, however, that is kind of the situation. Russell Wilson is the best quarterback in football, and he is just an unbelievable talent with a decent team around him that always overachieves. They're upset about last year. They felt like they were the better team. Granted, they don't have their home crowd, but no one probably does, at least for the beginning of this year in this division. Um, and so I, I feel like the Seahawks, I feel like the Seahawks are going to come more ready to play. Um, I feel like the Niners have a, probably a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover. I, I also don't know. I mean, the Niners lost some really good players in free agency and in trades, and I don't know that they replaced them as well. So I guess I'm actually going to talk myself into the Seahawks winning the division. I think every team in this division is going to be 500 or better. I think the Seahawks are probably going to win like 13 games. The Niners are going to win like 11 games. Um, the Rams, and then you get to the Rams and Cardinals. The Cardinals are, to me, this is the big year, the bridge year between um, being a, a below 500 team and being an above 500 team. And so I have the Cardinals at like an 8-8. Eight and eight. I think that they're going to, I think Charlie's right. They're going to beat some of the good. They're going to lose to some of the bad. But I think overall, this is a totally improved team from last year. Kyler Murray is entering his second year, and we we often see quarterbacks take a huge leap in that jump. Um, and then the Rams, to be honest, new stadium, no fans. You know, they might have a little bit of a weird, you know, there's going to be an adjustment period, right? Everything's going to be a little bit different for them for a bit. But Sean McVay was not hyped the way he was hyped for no reason. He is a football genius, and I think that he will figure something out I think last year was a shock to their system. They thought they would be much better. We talked about their depth being a problem. Now it's not even totally their depth. Now they don't have the greatest starters in the world. But I don't think Sean McVay needs incredible starters to win. At least, and if he doesn't, then I guess I'll probably have to retreat you know, from this statement and admit that he's probably not that good. Uh, he's not that good. He's not the like ever-changing mind. Um, but yeah, that's my, the Rams will probably be about 8-8. Eight eight. Maybe they'll, they'll be maybe 9-7. Cardinals be 8-8, eight and, eight and everyone will be about 500, and we might have three playoff teams from the NFC West. All right. Charlie, I'm going to give you the home, your uh, your home team here, the Bears, um, and your rival, the Packers. Go ahead with the NFC North. Let's get it. Um, I think all four teams are going to be good, not great. And I think all could be above 500. But honestly, I don't think any is going to get double-digit wins. 
I think the Packers are going to be like nine and seven and win the division. And the Lions are going to be the worst team in the division at like seven and nine. Um, all four teams got better this offseason, I think. Maybe not the Packers, but they already won the division. I think the rest of the teams got better, though. The Lions picked up um, – in free agency, the Lions picked up Jamie Collins. And they didn't really lose anybody, if I remember. And they got Jeffrey Akuda in the draft as well. They just made their defense a lot better. And they got Trey Flowers the year before. So if they're fully healthy, I think this team could make could, could be pretty solid. But, like, it's also the Lions. They're coached by arguably the worst coach in the league in Matt Patricia. So – who knows how they'll be? I think they'll be about nine, and, or I think they'll be about seven and nine. And then the Bears and Vikings, both teams, I don't think, are going to be nearly as hopeful as they were last year. The Bears, coming into the year, were like, we just won the division, we're going to try and do it again, and we finished. If I remember, we finished eight and eight. Vikings were like, okay, we kind of had a disappointing year, we're going to try and win the division, and they didn't win the division, but they won a playoff game in New Orleans, which was impressive. I think they got, they're going to have a letdown because they don't have Daniil Hunter in the beginning, and their third pass rusher is pretty bad. I think it's Anthony Zettel, if I'm correct, and I'm assuming neither one of you guys have heard of him because I haven't heard of him either. I don't um, even know how you know that to begin with. Because I looked it up. I was thinking to myself before they got in Gakwe, who was their other pass rusher, and it was that guy. Um, and then when you get to us, the Chicago Bears, we we got Robert Quinn in free agency, and that's a massive upgrade over Leonard Floyd as our other pass rusher. Um, and now we got everyone back healthy too. So we're going to be really interesting, especially our quarterback situation. Um, and Anthony Miller coming in as a good wide receiver too is also very key. Really, really, really weird to see Jimmy Graham in the Bears uniform this year and not a Packers uniform. And then when you get to the Packers, you just look at them. They got a really killer O-line. They got their new backup quarterback, Jordan Love, who honestly looks kind of trash so far in practice. Um, I don't know <laughs> I if you guys have seen any today. of those videos. I saw yeah. that video today. He looks pretty bad. Um, but he's not going to play, so it doesn't matter. Um, it's, it's a low-stress division. I'm just going to put it that way because the best team it, – it's going to feel very similar to the NFC East this year, I think. It's going to be just a lot less more uh, – trying to think of a good word that doesn't have a swear in it <laughs> um just chaotic it's just gonna be kind of just less chaotic good word um wait so okay so who do you have winning do you want to can i firmly I'd get you to say who? okay um i mean it's hard to beat your analysis um I, I think the thing that that some people don't think about is they looked at the jordan love pick and they saw that it was pushing out um Aaron Rodgers, but I don't think that that's totally the biggest deal of that pick. I think the biggest deal of that pick was that they were actually taking away a possible weapon from Aaron Rodgers. Now, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to go all Superman on this team, and he's going to will them to like a 9 or 10 win season because I think he's got to prove that he's actually that good. Um, But then if you go from there, like, this happens every year, right? The Vikings are going to be really good. No, it's the Bears that are going to be really good. No, it's the Lions that are going to be really good. And to be honest, none of those teams can ever overperform. Um, I guess I think the Vikings will probably meet expectations and be number be the number two team. Um, Kirk Cousins is, is not a, you know, he's finally not a loser all around anymore. But I don't know that the Vikings are, like, you know, incredibly good. They have a good running back. They have good receivers. They're, they're, they're not much different than the same team they were last year. 
They added another good player. I, I guess, I mean, if Aaron Rodgers weren't in Green Bay, I would probably pick the Vikings to win the whole division. But I think they'll probably be close. I think the Vikings will win more games than you, Charlie, give them credit for. I think you could end up with a tie between the Packers and the Vikings, and the Vikings, and the Packers win by, like, tiebreaker. Um, oh, I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be really close. I think the Packers are going to be, like, 9-7, and seven, Vikings 8-8, eight and eight, or 9-7. and seven. Right. I just think the Packers are just going to win the division. I think they're better. Um, Charlie, I don't think you guys have a quarterback. Like, I know you think you do. I know you think you have Foles. And, I, and technically, Trubisky started week one, which means that I don't know what the hell Foles is. But, I mean, like, the, the Lions have only a quarterback, and, and the Bears have no quarterback. And so, in reality, I think no, the Lions have kind of, way more than a quarterback. They do, but, like, they're not. They're, they're You've not. You've got to give them credit. I, I don't feel like they have. They've never taken the next step. Like, we keep saying, like, last year the Lions were like, possibly going to win the division. They were sneaky going to win the division. They tied with the Cardinals week one, and everything fell off the rails from there, and they ended up only winning three games. So, so I, they have to prove me, it to me. Let me quickly say something about the Lions last year. The Lions, they blew it in week one against you guys. That was that was completely their fault. But up until week four, week five was their bye. They played amazing up until week four. They played the Chiefs week four, and the Chiefs won on a – I want to say they won because – of a fourth and 20 play where Travis Kelsey lateraled the ball back to Sean McCoy, who ran for the first down. If Wait, that sounds familiar. Didn't, didn't um, they get blown out by the Jets? The Lions? Yeah. Was I that, think that was, they, Darnold, that, was Darnold's, that was Darnold's rookie year. Because that was the oh. first game of the year where he threw a pick six on the first play, if you remember. Oh. It was hilarious. Yeah, any way you cut it up, the Lions, to me, underperform every single year. they got to prove it. It's possible they could be good. They, they just got injured. It. They just got super injured. Both times we played them last year, they didn't have Stafford. They had Jess, Jeff Driscoll and David Blau. Jeff wow. Driscoll played on a really bad Cincinnati team the year prior. Like, there's no reason either of these guys ever have had a start in their career. Well, uh, if I'm correct, me, Driscoll has since switched positions. Ooh. Well, to me, they got to prove be it. Wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah, you, you might. I don't know. I have no idea. But I'm going to get to Dylan in a second. To me, they just got to prove it. And the Bears, I mean, you can't win without a quarterback. So you'll you'll do something. You're not going to be the worst team. Trubisky can win a game or two here and there, but I don't know. All right, Dylan. Um, I don't think any of these teams are going to win double-digit games, if I'm being honest. Um, Lions make sense, at least. Patricia's not a very good coach, but he knows how to run a defense sometimes. So he's going to bring in players that – are similar to the defenders that he had in New England and in Jamie Collins' standpoint, the exact same. And he's going to hope that his defense is good enough and Matthew Stafford carries them to 8-8. Eight and eight. That's what I think their goal is. I don't think they'll get 8-8, eight eight, but I think that's what his plan is, which is a horrible plan. Um, I like the Vikings every year, but, you know, they have to prove it to me. I, I just kind of see them staying where they've always been. You know, I think Aaron Rodgers will carry them, kind of like you said, will keep them relevant, and I think the Bears will be pretty solid because they have quarterback competition as well as a good team. So there's not you know, a whole lot to say about this division from a neutral standpoint, unfortunately, because I just think that a lot of these teams are going to be – they're going to claw their way to be solid. Okay. Um, who do you have to win the division, Bill? Uh, Vikings, sure. <laughs> All <laughs> right. It's a toss-up to me. Um uh, so now to round it out with the NFC South, um, and the NFC South is is the probably the, the second most interesting division in football. It's one of the two. 
Um, they have so obviously it's been the Falcons and Saints for a while. Falcons kind of fell off last year, um, but now you have the Buccaneers who've kind of emerged with what feels like an entirely brand new team, um, and, and you have the Saints who are kind of at the end of what feels like half of their run. Like they'll be able to retool pretty quickly once Drew Brees retires, but for now they still have him, um, and they're still going to try to win with him. Um, so Charlie, you want to start off on this? Yeah, um, I definitely think the Saints win the division. I don't think they – I think they actually underperformed this year. I think they they lose games they didn't want to lose. Not like the way they lost to the Niners last year. Like the Niners ended up being a Super Bowl team and they lost on a game-winning field goal. That's a good loss regardless of the situation. I think they actually lose to teams that are more like the Panthers this year. And speaking of the Panthers, I think they're going to be pretty bad. I don't think they're going to be horrible. I think this is a very much rebuilding year. Their offense could be solid. They got DJ Moore. They got Robbie Anderson. Obviously, they just signed Teddy Bridgewater, who I've just won the same exact contract offer for the Chicago Bears, but said he didn't want to play in a quarterback competition, which sucks. Um, but their defense is just very empty. All they have is Brian Burns, um, um, Shaq, I'm forgetting his name. Shaq Thompson's the, the linebacker they got. That's pretty solid. And then they got Derek Brown and Kwan Short. And that's kind of it. They lost Bradbury. They lost Keekley. I think their defense is going to be like the worst in the league. Maybe maybe the second worst behind the Jags. All right, um, Dylan. Oh, wait, you keep going, Charlie. Yeah, I have, two, I have two more teams. I got uh, Falcons, who I think are going to be really interesting. They could go anywhere from like 6-10 and 10 to 10-6. and six. Uh, It's going to all fall on Matt Ryan and whoever – their defensive coordinator is uh, I think it's Dan Quinn I think Dan Quinn is the head coach and D coordinator now and then Buccaneers um, it doesn't make any sense to me that Tom Brady is on the Buccaneers still <laughs> um, I don't know what to think of them besides that they're going to be good I just don't know how good they could win the Super Bowl but I think they're going to probably be a, a wild card team and probably get eliminated pretty early all right um all right dylan you want to give your thoughts yeah um i actually first i just disagree with you about carolina i mean it is a rebuilding year but and maybe it's just my teddy bridgewater bias if you remember that i had teddy bridgewater as like the 20 like fifth best quarterback last year when we did our quarterback ratings that i put a backup in the top 30 so i do really hope that they succeed especially with that coach but um so I think it'll be solid, but I, I, I do agree it's a rebuilding year. So I don't think they're going to do great, especially in this division, but I think they'll have a solid year. Um, and I completely agree with you about the Buccaneers, which is that they're going to be good, but I just have no idea how good. It's such a weird concept. I mean, forget, first off, Tom Brady's not on New England, which is a crazy concept. But then of all places he goes, he goes to a team with a, in a franchise that has underperformed for a long time in that franchise with a coach that is uh, we love, but a very interesting coach who is coming out of retirement so could do a lot of different things. I mean, it's just so bizarre. They got Garong back. I mean, it just, it, it feels like someone like wrote a story, you know, <laughs> about like, it doesn't seem like it's real life, um, which makes the NFL, honestly, this year is way more exciting because of that team. You know, I think the Saints are gonna win the division. I think they're going to – I actually agree. I think they're going to lose some games that they probably shouldn't, but they're going to end up pulling through. And I think the Falcons will be in. 
So it will be very interesting. I do agree it is one of the tougher divisions because I think Carolina's going to be good. I just don't think it's as good as the NFC West. I got a okay. question real quick for you guys, real quick. Yeah. Do you guys think Jameis plays this year? Ooh. Ooh. I mean, maybe. I feel like it's hard to not say that someone won't get hurt, a.k.a. Drew Brees. Yeah. Well, the other question is, uh, they're giving, what is it, $21 million to Taysom Hill? Do you think they give him uh, exposure at quarterback? No, not unless it's a trick play, but I think they may have him pass in trick plays. Dylan? All right. Very good questions. I think it's all guesses, though. I mean, I, I oh, yeah, think, absolutely. I think I think we have, let's just say we have no idea what's going on inside their heads. I, I don't. Okay. Um, but I think Taysom Hill's got to play a good amount of snaps, considering the fact they gave him an extension. He's listed as a tight end, by the way, in fantasy. They definitely expect him to have receiving yards. Which is interesting. Oh, he will get he will get receiving yards. Like he has, I think, the past two years now caught touchdowns. That's true. Um, all right. So my final thoughts on the NF on the NFC South. Um, never bet against Tom Brady, just like you never bet against Bill Belichick. With that said, you also don't bet against Drew Brees. So, I mean, I feel like the Saints are are the better team than the Buccaneers, and they have time together. So I I do think the Buccaneers will probably be an over five hundred team. They'll probably win ten games. But I think the Saints will win more games. Um, I feel like the Falcons are on their last legs. And the Panthers just haven't put anything together yet. So I think the Falcons will be okay. I think the Panthers will be Panthers will probably be a little underperforming compared to you two at least. Um, Dylan, yes? I have a very, very important question really quick. Yes. Do I draft Anthony Miller? Yes. Okay. Continue. Um, I mean, that's an interesting... <laughs> I, I, that's interesting that you say that, Charlie. I have Anthony Miller as like my throwaway wide receiver on one of my league, on one of my leagues. Um, <laughs> but yeah, basically, I think the Buccaneers are are probably gonna probably gonna comfortably make the playoffs out of this division. They just won't win it. I think the Saints probably will win it. So um, that so who do we think is coming out of the going to the Super Bowl from the NFC? Bears. No. Really, who do you think, Dylan? Hmm. I think it's going to be a very tough one. I think it's going to be very, very close. But you have... Mm, uh, I'm going to go... Seahawks. Ooh, I hate that pick. I'm going <laughs> to go... Okay. Saints. I don't like that pick either, but I'm going to go with it. All right, Charlie? Uh, I'm going to go Seahawks. All right, I'm going to also have the balls to do what Dylan apparently doesn't. And uh, I'm also going to go with the Seahawks. Wow. But, again, wow. don't bet against Tom Brady. So if it's not the Seahawks, I'm going to call that it's the Bucks, Because I think that Tom Brady's going to do some magic down in Tampa. Um, okay. I feel like i got to throw some love the way of the Niners real quick. Because I do think they are the best team in the NFC, and none of us said them. So they would be my second pick. Okay, well, I'm going to have you guys bit. Now I'm going to give you guys the odds for some of the top teams. Um, this is from the Action, I guess the Action Network, uh, the Action.com. Yeah, ActionNetwork.com. Uh, I'm going to give you the top odds and uh, go from there. So the top teams that are actually tied in odds, I believe this is to win the Super Bowl, are the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens at 6-1. to one. 
You have the 49ers at 10 to 1, the Saints at 12 to 1, the Bucks at 15 to 1, the Cowboys at 17 to 1, and the Seahawks at 20 to 1 to round out the top I don't know, eight, six, seven. Top uh, top seven. Um I, again the see that makes the Seahawks a little bit of a value pick to win the Super Bowl. Um now who do you who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? So we know our two teams are going to be the Chiefs and either the Seahawks or the I said the Saints. Dylan, who did you say the Saints? So it's going to be Chiefs or Seahawks slash Saints. Who do you think is going to win? Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. Charlie? I mean, I've said it all podcast. Chiefs. All right. I mean, I want to pick another team. Nah, you got to round it out. I, I, think, think, I, think, round it. I think the Chiefs. Or I think like a team like the Ravens or any other team in the AFC, like a couple other teams in the AFC, have more of a chance of beating the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl than some of these NFC teams winning. That's possible. Yeah, I agree with you. All right. Well, I'm going to go with the Chiefs then because I guess I got to round out the top group. Um, so we unanimously, unanimously have the Chiefs won in the Super Bowl. Um, so that's your NFL, NFL season in before it even starts and before anything actually happens. Um we will do an episode in the near future, uh, ranking our quarterbacks. I got to go back to last year's episode. Um, and in that episode, when we do it, and I'm surprising, I think both these guys now, uh, Dylan and I did this last year with, uh, an intern. Um, I'm going to be pulling that clip and we're going to be playing some of it because I took about one of the biggest shots of all time that paid off by saying Dak was a top 10 quarterback. Um, Dylan had a backup in the top in what should have been a starting spot. Um, and Charlie didn't do it. So we're going to go through the Mitch too high. I can tell you that. Probably. <laughs> uh, so we're going to go through that. Look for that in the next couple of weeks. I think we need to wait till the season starts to do it. Um, I don't think it's fair to do it without the season actually beginning, because one of the things that Dylan and I didn't do last time was actually watch these players in the field long enough. Um, <laughs> and so we're going to fix that mistake. Um, but anyway, if you're curious, uh, there's a new uh, World of Sports podcast radio show short episode out um, about the salary cap. Dylan and I did our show on the Arizona Cardinals. Um, the short episodes are daily episodes. They're about 15, 10 to 20 minutes long, um, usually me alone, sometimes me with a guest, uh, covering one topic from the sports world from that day. Um, anyway, these are the regular linked episodes. We haven't done enough of them, but now that we're back in school, um, even though Dylan's still in Phoenix, uh, we're going to figure out uh, uh, hopefully some time to do more of these. I don't think we'll be in the studio this year, um, which is kind of unfortunate, but that's the way it goes with COVID. Um, but anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, I will put something on the front end that says this is the first official World of Sports podcast and radio show episode of the year. But thank you for listening to the first World of Sports podcast and radio show episode of the year, and we will see you next time.